Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So close, yet so, so far away. Browns. On a weird Monday night, 5 p.m. football game, suffered a gut-wrenching, devastating, I don't even know, any word you want to describe or words you want to describe it, that's what happened tonight. The uh, Browns just lost to the Raiders 16-14 in Cleveland. Their playoff hopes are dwindling, and here we are, Josh and Joe. I'm Josh Paloha your host as usual, Joe Gilbert joining me as usual. We're live to talk Browns Raiders. I promise I'll try to be positive tonight, but we are live on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and this podcast, I promise I forgot to say this last time. This podcast is brought to you by the Evergreen Podcast Network. And Joe, I don't even know what to say because I had, I feel like as a Browns fan, you don't want to get your hopes up high. Because there's a good chance that you'll only be let down. I, for the first time in weeks, was like, oh, wow, the Browns are going to pull out this win with 13 starters out. And then that field goal happens. And I was like, damn, they just lost another heartbreaking game again. So first thoughts, go. Yeah, it was it was disappointing. Um, I, I came into the game having no expectations, so. It wasn't it was it was a crushing one, but not one that like oh kind of steam over for a couple days. But um yeah, it's just it, it just disappointing because they had it, man, and uh they played their ass off. The guys that, that were on that field, they played their ass off and uh just came up short. They came up one <laughs> two points short and uh boy, I would love to have that uh missed field goal back. Man, there are so many shirts that can be made about what you just said. <laughs> they came up just short. Boy, I would love to have that missed field goal back. Oh my god! Yeah, man, we're we, not waiting for next year. Dot com anymore. We're they just they came up just short. Dot com. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, I mean, I was I was the same as you. I had no expectations. Even if they had a full team tonight, I still wouldn't have. I mean, it's the Browns, uh-huh. but with thirteen guys out, I was like, all right. I mean, even Craig said Craig said that in the Discord. He was like, "Whatever happens tonight, it is what it is." Mm-hmm. But then, as the game slowly went on, especially in the third quarter, they <laughs> I know. slowly they slowly got me <laughs> slowly hooked. Slowly got your hooks, <laughs> and I and I was hooked. Yeah, yeah. And I, then they let me down. I thought I thought we had it when we we uh, intercepted uh, Derek Carr, and but um, yeah, didn't couldn't couldn't put it away. Couldn't get that first down. I, I thought they could have passed they should have passed in the, on third down but um that's I I understand why they run it ran it, it you had uh you had Mullins as their quarterback they didn't want to put it in his hands I understand it but kind of kind of wish they would have passed it but it, we kind of have to live with it because of what where they were put into they and so that's many, a tough, co- so many injuries. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough spot because, like, 
Yeah. Obviously, we can Monday morning quarterback it all the time now. Mm-hmm. Now that it happened, we saw what happened. It's easy to say now, hey, they should have passed it one of those downs. But when you have Nick Chubb, especially with how well he was running in the fourth <laughs> quarter, when you have Nick Chubb and a third stream pack practice squad quarterback that only had one practice in your system all season, who are you going to count on? I mean, the worst thing that happens with Nick Chubb is that you take the ball down to the two-minute warning and you make the Raiders go like 50 yards. Uh And that was like the worst-case scenario. And the worst-case scenario turned out to be literally the worst-case scenario where the Raiders took the ball down 50 yards in like a minute and 50 seconds and they kicked the field goal. I mean, like I said, it's easy to Monday morning quarterback it now, but I think especially with Van Pelt calling the plays, who we all know he hasn't called play since the Browns beat the Steelers in the playoffs last year. Yep. I feel like he's not going to take any chances, especially with yeah. how well the defense played. I mean, the defense clearly right. we can get into this too. The defense was clearly tired. They had barely any backups. The starters were in basically all game. So the defense was not only depleted, but they were tired, but the Browns defense played really well yeah, for the 58 minutes tonight. Yeah. Yeah. We saw another great performance from them. They, uh, they stepped up. They they kept this team in it for pretty much the entire game. Um, just couldn't couldn't get that one last stop, and it's going to be tough. Um, it probably it wasn't great that we also had obviously as you said they were tired, but Miles Garrett was hobbled and he he didn't look good after that injury. So yeah, it was a, it was a rough spot for him. But you just wished you could have got one more stop, one more stop, and that would have got the W. But uh, the biggest, the biggest culprit I have to say is is the kicker. <laughs> we win, we win if if uh, if if Chase makes that field goal, but we didn't. Remember in like the first six yeah. weeks of the season where we thought the Browns didn't have a kicking problem, yeah. and then the reality had to hit us, and we yes. realized that we're the Cleveland Browns, and we had to have a kicker problem. Yes. Yep. Can't can't go out without a season of a kicking problem. So, yeah. Uh, so the, put that on the list of things to do this off season, <laughs> amongst other things. Uh, find a kicker that actually can kick throughout the whole entire season, rather than the first seven games. Every off season since nineteen ninety nine, that's always <laughs> one of the bullet points. Find a kicker. But seriously, yeah, well, I know I tweeted this out. He's tra- okay, Post yeah, my, bad, my bad. My bad. Post. Yeah. My, Post not since ninety nine. Post Phil Dawson. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's Chase McLaughlin. How are we out of all the things? We're gonna start kicker first, I guess, because he <laughs> yeah, did lose the rounds of the game potentially. He did. He started 10 for 10 this season. Since mm-hmm. starting 10 for 10, he's drawn five for 11. Oof. Yeah. And... I mean, there's a reason I know I tweeted this out. There's a reason he joined the NFL in 2019, <laughs> two years ago. This is his third season in the NFL. The Browns are his sixth team. There's also I think there's a reason yeah. for that. And there's also a reason why the Browns I don't know if you guys pay attention to the practice squad when they um when they announce who they're gonna um, protect. Every week there's the kicker. The kicker is protected every single week. So I think the Browns have the same uh same uh thought that uh this could not be a uh not not become true that he's the kicker of the future and uh I think they uh they kind of, kind of <laughs> ran their ran its course right now, and I don't know. I just don't know if he can. Uh, we'll see him next year, but 
yeah, it, it just sucks that it it, it, it fell into their hand, into his hands and he couldn't produce. It was a, it was a makeable kick. I think the weather was pretty pretty great for for a December game in Cleveland. That was it was really good conditions. And hey, not, before windy. you go, we're not blaming the weather when the Las Vegas Raiders <sighs> kicker can make Drilled. not one but two forty eight yarders. <laughs> so I, even if the weather was bad, if Las Vegas's kicker, who's used to a dome, yeah, can do it, right? Chase McLaughlin should be able to do it. Who practices in this weather, yeah. seven days or five days a week. Yep. So yeah, it's a it's a tough one. I just, I just hate when I hate when we lose because of a kicker. That's all I have to say. Yeah, I mean, everyone can say like, well, yeah, then the Raiders would have went for a touchdown, but that. Final drive plays out completely different if the yeah. Browns are up four. Completely right. different. Oh yeah, because yeah, the defense plays differently. Yeah, it, it, because you only you got to protect what seventy yards or whatever instead of what forty yards for the field goal. So yeah, it changes the whole dynamic. But so we go. <laughs> I hate being a fan of this team. I hate it, but I love it. I, I feel like that's like a perfect Cleveland fan, like a Cleveland fan saying, you hate it, but you love it. Because there's a reason we always come back. Yep. Yep. There is. Still love this team, man. Damn it. Why do I have to be born <laughs> in Northeast Ohio is a real question. Because <laughs> you're a Cavs fan now, man. Cavs. Come on, Cavs. Oh, well, that that's not even good. None of the freaking Cavs either. Hey, they're Shoot. back on Wednesday. True. Cross my Hopefully. fingers. <laughs> All right, so we talked about kicker and special teams. I say let's go to the offense first. Nick Mullins, the Nick Mullins, played better than eh? I thought. Better, yeah. better than I expected. He played eh? like and eh would be a good first half description for him. Yeah, but in the yeah. second half, I mean, let's see what is. I'm gonna look up his stats right now. He finished 20 for 30, 147 yards, one touchdown. Obviously, everyone's gonna be like, "Wow, that's eh," but. Remember, he was a practice squad quarterback. He practiced yeah. in this system one practice this season. It was this week. <laughs> yeah. So I so yeah, that's and, a good point. In the system. <laughs> yeah. And Stefanski wasn't around all week. It was Van Pelt and Van Pelt. I was gonna say Scott Van Pelt. I wish it was Scott Van Pelt. <laughs> but he was following the plays. So like the playbook had to be so vanilla. Yeah. And everyone's like, go deep. But who are you going to go deep with? DPJ, I guess you can call DPJ a deep threat. But as we, me and Joe discussed last week, when David and Joku, your second best tight end, okay, actually, no, your best tight end, but second on, on the depth chart tight end is your arguably your biggest deep threat, you don't have a deep threat. Uh-uh. No. So when you have Nick Mullins playing a vanilla quarterback and no deep threat, and you're without two linemen on offense. There's only so much the offense can do. Mm-hmm. And they, yes, they only scored 14 points tonight. They should have scored 17. But they did what they had to do to win the game. Yeah. Yeah. Mullen, I, that's that's exactly what he did in the second half. He he got, he got did. He made the big plays. He, he really did. Uh, that touchdown in the in the uh, in the final drive where he scrambled and on the fourth down and found the found, – uh, Harrison that Bryant. is a perfect yeah, segue was... to my next thing. Yeah. And from our guy that always, Ed Hodler, Chef Ed, 
when was the last time a Browns quarterback won through a fourth quarter touchdown and two through a fourth quarter go ahead touchdown late in the game? I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Seriously. It seems like it's been years. <laughs> it does seem like that. Because yeah, it, it was, didn't happen it was, this year. And it for sure did right. not happen this year because Baker's like 0 for 3 on doing that. Yeah. So, I mean, Nick Mullen, like I said, Nick Mullins did what he had to do to win the game. And yeah. I mean, that's all you can say when it's a third string quarterback that was thrown in the fire, literally. Yeah. He, that's all you can count. I mean, you can't count on him, but he did what he needed to do. Yeah. And like we said previously, yes. Maybe they should have went for with a pass on that final drive to wait to try to get the first down. But when you have Nick Chubb, I feel like you're just going to keep it in Nick, Nick Chubb's hands and just hope for the best. Yeah. So it is what it is. Yeah. So we talked about Nick Chubb. We talked about Nick Mullins. My receivers, DPJ had a few big time drops, especially that long deep ball down the right sideline. I don't know why. I mean, was, yes, the yeah. receiver got the ball, but. Or the cornerback hit the ball, but if you're a good receiver, you catch that ball. Right. Yeah, it mean? was it was it was like a game of two halves for most most of the offense, really. All like of the Mullins, offense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mullins didn't kind of struggle in the first half. The offensive line struggled running the ball in the first half. Chubb struggled. Uh, the receiver struggled, but then uh, DPJ kind of stepped up in the second half, made some huge catches, uh, especially on that final drive. Um, he was he 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 keeps showing these these spot these bursts of of great play that just show you he can he can be something next year when and hopefully if the Browns uh, get somebody else to be the number one, I, I feel like he can be a perfect number two. Um, but yeah, he he played he played a game of two halves, and uh, the second one was the second half was much better and uh, made some big plays and kept him in the game. And uh, yeah, I wish he I wish he was more consistent um, this year, but uh, he's still he's still very very young, especially at the position and after the debacle he had in, at Michigan, where they I don't know what they taught him. We don't say that word around here. Sorry, U of M. I don't know. <laughs> uh, that team up north. The Wolverines. <laughs> no, yeah, but you're right. Yeah. I mean, he, he, him and Njoku have a lot of like, and mm-hmm. that their potential is really good, but they always seem to like just have like these dumb drops. Although Njoku hasn't really had any dumb drops. Yeah, sure, no, not recently. lately. But like, it's always like, how do you, how do you drop that? And I, yeah. it's a, he's a second year running right here, so I'm certainly not. Not that mad. It is what it is. Like mm-hmm. me and Joe discussed last week as well. These receivers are playing out of their out Spots. of their role. Yeah, yeah out of their so. out of their role. Like everyone has moved up the depth chart when they should be down a little bit. That if yeah. that makes sense. So I mean, it is, and maybe that'll help his development. I don't know. Maybe it will slow down his development because he's his he's losing some confidence. But then that catch in the fourth quarter, I mean, his confidence that is obviously there because yeah. he snagged that out of the freaking clouds. He did, yeah. That uh, talking about David Njoku, he had a he had a really good game. I I thought he had a really good game. Um, he just keeps cementing that he should be the future of this of the tight end position for the Browns. Um, I hope they extend him this off season. 
uh, he he's he's just a big time player, and hopefully when he gets a quarterback that actually can accurately get it ball to wow. him. Wow, <laughs> you've now thrown thrown a dig at Jarvis with your DPJ is going to be the number two receiver next year, and now Baker. Damn, I'm here for it. <laughs> but, but speaking uh, of, I mean, we can get into this later on. We're not talking about the offseason much. I promise. Is Alex Hooper's dead money zero yeah, after this I think, year or after next year? I think I think it's this year. I think there's a it's a it's a variable it's a very cuttable contract. Interesting. This year, so. Very, very I interesting. I know. We will talk about that in the offseason, but just yes. always remember that. Don't yeah. be surprised if it's David Njoku and Harrison Bryant one and two next yeah. year. And it was nice to have Harrison Bryant back too. Um he was he played solidly. Uh it just Without him, there was there was just nobody last week. And Joe week just before. created his own word with solidly. 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 Oh, solidly, I love solidly. 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 <laughs> I, I, I had solid as the editor at Wave Production now. I just had to send that little dig <laughs> <laughs> and just bring some fun. I mean, yeah, and I, I just still the. I, I just can't believe the Browns literally find any and all ways to lose. <laughs> I have Seriously. to say it was a, it was a bit of a fun game. Like besides obviously the end, but like it was a semi put on a shirt, put that on a freaking shirt too. <laughs> it was a fun game besides the end. <laughs> that was yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, it was not bad, but. Yeah, I wish we could pull it out. But no. it was fun with us. It was fun for us watching it on the <laughs> screen. Yes, I know you sold your tickets to go to the game. You're a season ticket holder. Yeah. You sold your tickets. I turned down two different opportunities to go to the game. <laughs> if I wasn't yeah. working today, I probably would have went. Yeah, I worked till like four thirty. So <laughs> yeah, same. So it was like, do I really want to show up at like middle of the second quarter to watch oh. eight starters that are usually starting play a game? Right. I mean. <laughs> That was my friend. <laughs> yeah, so it is yeah. what it is. Yeah. So we talked enough about the offense. Offensive line played decent. They played, they played much a lot in the second half. The, and, and the whole and, offense can literally be described as they played okay <laughs> in the first half. They played yeah. really good in the second half. I thought their pass protection was really good though, like because the the thing coming in this in this week was was uh, Max Crosby and and Yannick uh, and Glockwe or. or um, I think I pronounced it correctly. Uh, on their edge, oh, uh, and, oh, I can actually spell it more than say it. No way. Okay, <laughs> Bodie I, with Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa. G a k o u e. I think it is. You can spell all those spell checkers out there. You can check me on that. But uh, yeah, it was uh, that was the biggest biggest threat really of the of that defense and. They really it was Hanson, and I thought just moving Joel Batonio over to left tackle was brilliant. It was I thought it was the perfect move because it, it allowed it allowed Batonio, who was probably the best tackle that was on the team, that was healthy, um, and it allowed Dunn to go into guard, which he's he's well versed and he's probably one of the better tack, backup guards in the league. So. That was that was a smart move, and I think it worked because the, did you hear Max Crosby's name that often this this today? I didn't, and um, so I thought I thought it was a good move, and I thought they played well in the pass protection, 
and as we said, the run game kind of got going in the second half. But yeah, it was uh, it was a smart move for them to do that, and maybe we'll see that the rest of the year. I don't know. We'll. See. I know Jed Jed's coming back, but I don't know if they want to try to get Hans off the field. <laughs> Is uh, because he's uh, he's still a uh, he's still kind of a hole. <laughs> he's definitely a liability. Yeah. But, I yeah. mean, it is what it is. I mean, yeah. I know we've – injuries happen in the NFL. I guess this year and last year, COVID happens in the NFL. But the Browns were down 12 starters, 13 because Tack McKinley went down in the third quarter. Right? Third quarter? Four, I think it was third quarter. Right. With what many people are believing is a torn Achilles, which absolutely stinks for him because yeah. he was on a one-year deal. So if it's a torn Play, Achilles, he's likely playing not signing really well with the team. This year too. Yeah, playing really well, one-year prove-it deal. And if he tore his Achilles, he's likely doing a 12-month recovery and no one's going to sign him next year. He literally, I know we talked about this prior to the podcast, he literally saw millions of dollars go down the drain tonight. Yeah. It's yeah, tough. I mean, I know so business cool. is business, but, man, you got to feel for the guy. I think that's why he was – Obviously, he probably didn't go to the straight millions of dollars down the drain immediately, right. but that you know that crosses his mind when he's going off the field. Yeah, yeah, that's just yeah, it's it's rough, and you can though we don't know it's an ACL yet, but you can tell by his Achilles, face it, Achilles, it, it, Achilles, it, it, by the way. Yeah. Oh, Achilles, sorry. Yeah, you can tell it's um, it's something serious. So it's it just rough because he he was playing into a in a contract extension or a long term yeah. extension here. He was playing really well, um, but yeah, now now we don't really have a backup, uh, uh, like a uh, a um, a reliable backup at least. So hopefully Jadavion can get back. I don't know if he can for next week because he I think he's the he's one of the only guys I I think actually had symptoms right i believe um so he might he, and he was one of the last guys to go on the list so i yeah. don't, and you have to remember that next week we're saying next week but is literally it's saturday yeah, it's saturday. five days so this week <laughs> so it's less than five days to be exact because the game yeah. starts at 4 30 on christmas day on the saturday so i mean so yeah you're that tired man. defense oh yeah you have to go back out there <laughs> oh yeah you have to go back out there against Devonte adams and aaron Rodgers. Miles My, Garrett, I know you're, you're. Do you know who can go earn himself a big time payday next next week? Who's that? Which one? I, <laughs> one, I want him to come back no matter what happens next week. Two, he has been playing superb when he's not hurt. And three, I'm talking about Denzel Ward. Denzel Ward, I'm assuming is going to be shadowing Devontae Adams next week as long as he's out wide. I would assume so. The number one receiver in the NFL going against yep. arguably one of the well, – no, not even arguably. A top two quarterback in the NFL, Rodgers and Tom Brady, right? Oh, my bad, Patrick Mullins. Well, Patrick top Mullins. Three I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. And actually top five, Nick Mullins. <laughs> Obviously. No, but seriously. Case Keenum. So – oh, my gosh, don't even start. I like how we just said one and, one two and of the Browns – we just said two of the Browns' three quarterbacks and didn't include Baker Mayfield in that joke. Who's the, who's the only one above 500? That's all I have to say. Is Case it Case? Beat him. Is Case he 1-0? He he's 1-0, man. Damn. He beat the Broncos. 
No, but at Denzel Ward, if you go out there and have a big game next week, that is huge. I mean, yeah. obviously, we're not just talking. I know now you think I'm just talking about contracts, but go out there and try to lock down Devontae Adams. I mean, no yeah. one's been able to do it basically this this year. So, yeah, it's going to be an awesome matchup to watch. Yeah, because he is Devonte Adams is probably the best receiver in the league right now. Is, he's just by far. I would take yeah. him over anyone else. He's just on a yeah. He's on another level. His route running and and just he's he's a tough matchup. So it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting because they kind of they're kind of similar like styles almost because they're both really good like out of their breaks and stuff. So it'll be interesting to see how Denzel matches up with him. So we'll see and hopefully we can get back our most of our secondary because we'll need it against Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> so <laughs> praying your lucky star. Right when you just said that, I just thought of Rodgers discount double check. <laughs> Sorry. All right, but back Browns, to this game. Back Browns to quarterback Aaron Rodgers. Wow, you're not only hating on Baker, just but now you're saying that too, man. Throwing fire. Baker, Baker is literally under the bus right now. You just do one of the bus like five times. <laughs> but back to this Raiders game. Defense played really well. They were clearly on that last drive. The defensive line was clearly gassed. They were not getting good to the quarterback, but they literally had no back, basically no backups all game. So they were fresh in the first quarter, and as the quarters went on, they got more and more and more and more tired. I mean, right. It is what it is. It's one of those things, like we said, the scheme is it is what it is. Right. Yeah. When you're without 13 starters, yeah, and and bench guys, depth pieces. Yeah. I mean, put it this way: the Browns usually put seven guys on your inactive list prior to the game. The Browns put four guys on their inactive list prior to the game. That shows you how depleted they were. <laughs> My God, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure they put four guys on their inactive list. <laughs> and those because the rest of them were out due to COVID or injuries. And those were guys who were actual injured. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so I mean, yeah, it is like it, like we say, it is what it is. I mean, yep. tonight, this win could have been awesome, not only for the playoff chances, but just, I mean, the crowd, there were a lot of empty seats there, at least early in the game, but the crowd was loud tonight. It was, yeah. You could tell. I, By the way, I could I could live with this 5 o'clock time. I'm 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 digging this 5 o'clock. It's 9 o'clock, dude, and we're... And we're yeah, it was weird. It yeah, was it, weird. It, it was like it pitch really dark. <laughs> it was pitch dark, and it was like 7.30. I was like, what is happening? But uh, yeah, it's uh it was. I thought the crowd was great, and they kind of helped that defense get through it. And uh, man, I just wish they could have pulled it out. But before we, I was gonna move on. But before we move on, we have to talk about one holding penalties, and two defensive pass interference in the NFL has turned into the second oh. worst penalty in sports behind targeting and college football. Yeah, it has literally become, especially in the NFL, because it's a spot foul. Mm-hmm. And has literally become, if you have nothing, underthrow a deep ball, have your receiver come back to the ball, and hope that the and, corner doesn't look back. And yeah. if he does look back, and if your receiver literally interferes yeah. with the defender, it'll still <laughs> right. be defensive pass interference. Right. Third right. and long, Derek Carr is just running around. Basically, I think he was in the end zone too. By the way, yeah, and he's about was to he? get drilled. Yeah, so he was, he was about, about to, to get sacked. And he literally just throws it up, underthrows it. The receiver, I don't even know what receiver it was, or the cornerback. But the cornerback was making a play for the ball, 
the receiver, you would have thought that the cornerback was the receiver and the receiver was the cornerback the way that they were playing. <laughs> and the Browns are called for defense pass interference. It's a 50-yard penalty first down. Yeah, and that the, was – and I think you said it in in the Discord. It, it wasn't it, – like, obviously, they they they, uh, they came back and were able to stop it, but the field position flipped, what, 50 yards, 40 yards or something? That is exactly what I said. The Raiders did not yeah. score that drive. But that literally completely flips the field. So that yeah. flips instead of the Raiders punting from their own end zone, they were now punting on the forty-five yard line. Yeah, and for the offense that was struggling in that first half, that would have been huge if they yep. could have got it. But it not only flips the field, but it changes momentum. It just a stupid one. It wasn't defensive pass interference. If anything, it was no. offensive. And two, yeah. pass interference cannot be a spot foul anymore. It just can't. Yeah. It should be in the NFL is the only NF, the only football league where it's a spot foul. Everywhere else it's 15 yards. Yeah, I was I was always in favor of spot foul, but the way they're calling DP uh defense pass interference, I yeah, they need to go to the 15 yards. It's just a lot of the a lot of the calls that like the penalty yard is an automatic first down are kind of ridiculous. Like illegal contact downfield holding is automatic first down. Like Can we just discuss how Defensive pass interference used to be so bad that they went to you can challenge it and show it on replay. Yeah. And then it was proven that the refs literally wouldn't overturn it. So they got <laughs> they rid of won. the challenge last yeah. year or going into this year. And now it's become even worse than it ever was. Yep. The refs the refs were like, Yeah, we're not fixing the this. The ref said <laughs> we're gonna make it work. <laughs> Jokes on you guys. <laughs> oh, you you think we're bad at it? Well, watch us do it again. Watch us watch us now. I would. I know so, there's not like a research or study out there. I wish like PFF would do or something. But I would love to know how many first downs were made from third down or underthrows that were the correct literally oh, just throws it deep, underthrows it, and hopes for a DPI. Yep. yep. And speaking of DPIs, another penalty as Ed Hodler put out. How many times is Miles Garrett going to get held and then not call it? <laughs> Even on the play where he got hurt, Forever. which is another issue, Miles Garrett. So on that final drive, he played. He literally played hurt because they had no one else. They literally had no one else. They had to put See, Miles the, out there. The problem is, is he's just so big, he doesn't fall down like a lot of guys. Like you saw it on that final drive, the guy fell down and got like that wasn't really a holding. He kind of fell down and slipped. It it's like the turned, it's like it the LeBron James effect. Right. It would have turned into a holding because of how he was holding him around the neck, but he didn't like that's the problem with Miles. He doesn't like it doesn't phase him. He'll still like push through that crack and it's the same yeah, it's the LeBron effect. He's so big the LeBron and track effect. It's just so, he's so big and so strong that like it doesn't look like it's affecting him, but it is and it's still illegal, but they still don't call it so I don't and know. What we're not we just like there. we're not just being like crybabies. I I'll even admit it. The same thing happens to TJ Watt for the Steelers. And my buddy's a Steelers fan, and he says, "Dude, Miles Garrett and TJ Watt literally get held on almost every play, and it never gets called." It's just like I don't know if it's they're so big, it's also they're so to strong. Aaron Donald, if you want to watch Aaron Donald too, yeah. <laughs> but it, I guess it's a lot easier to see a hold on the outside yeah, rather true. than a defensive tackle. But it's just crazy how, like, the three – okay, so even include Aaron Donald. So three of the best defensive linemen in the NFL get held mm-hmm. more than 50% of the time, and it gets called 10% of the time. 
Oh yeah, holding holding like defense pass interference is bad, but holding is really bad too. They're they're very like you could call holding on every play. <laughs> Some sometimes like we're about to get fined for the NFL because we just I keep know. going after the official uh, the officials. <laughs> If only yeah. we were, if only our 400 views on per podcast and 400 downloads per podcast would reach the NFL officials. <laughs> hey, you don't know. Maybe, maybe they watch this man. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would say maybe we'll get a weird tips email again from Chris Paul's mom, <laughs> but no one would really understand that inside joke. <laughs> it, if, if you guys won't know this, but it's, it's really funny if you want to ask. <laughs> Just know that we have a tips at waitingfornextyear.com email where, like, if someone sends an email to tips, then, like, a lot of us get it. It just gets, like, emailed to a lot of us. And we got a spam email telling us that Chris Paul's mom told us to get to, to get the booster shot. We were like, what the hell? I guess <laughs> it was like a, you had to be there moment. But it was one of those things where someone said, like, don't mind the email. And then I read it and I was like, why is Chris Paul's mom telling me to get the booster shot? I already know I need the booster shot. Where's yeah, exactly. Get your booster All shot. Right. Damn it. Now this is turning. Someone's going to say this is turning into politics. <laughs> okay. Back, back to, to the, the Browns. Browns back to the Browns. So we, we talked offense. We talked special teams, unfortunately. Defense, holding, defense, pass interference. Oh, I guess now we have to talk about the playoff outlook. Because the Browns literally, with one field goal, went from tied for first in the AFC North to last. Sole possession of last place in the the AFC North. One, how bad is the AFC? Remember when at the beginning of the season when we said that the AFC North might be the best division in football? We were touting that division. (laughs) They are literally, they might be the worst division in football. I would, I wouldn't, it's, I think... Dallas is, is, but Dallas is better, probably the best team if he if they put them in there, in our division. But um, yeah, <laughs> did you just see that? <laughs> I had to bring this up. <laughs> Joe Joe Gilbert, <laughs> Joe's dad. Thanks, Chris Paul's mom with the emo, with that emoji. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh my god, <laughs> Chris Paul's mom coming in clutch. Bad days we, we do thank Chris Ball. We do. I did. I actually, I actually thanked her, thanked her in our Discord channel. <laughs> we did. That was my. I think I said thank you, Mrs. Paul. <laughs> okay, but yeah, what were we talking about? Oh, uh, the um, playoffs. Oh, the division. Yeah. How bad? How bad the ASU North is. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, they're. Uh, it, it's looking like it, just looking at the teams now, it looks like the best team is the Bengals, which who the hell thought that was going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> who the hell was going to think that before the season? Um, but yeah, it, Baltimore just is ravaged by injuries. They're probably the best team if they were healthy, but uh, they are not. They're not even close. <laughs> um, if you want to, like, we were ravaged with COVID today just imagine that every week because that's what that's what that's what Baltimore is facing in their secondary every week it's uh it's crazy and so it just opened up the, those those injuries have just opened up the division and uh there's somehow somehow the browns are still in it <laughs> they're 7 and 7 and i was really really hoping since you've been hating on baker 
you've been hating on Baker all podcast. I was really, really <laughs> hoping that you would say something while talking about the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, you mean Lamar? <laughs> oh, oh. No, Tyler Huntley. <laughs> I got you. I got you. He's an exclusive free agent, so we can't get 216 <laughs> Call now. <laughs> yeah. oh, I will not start that rumor. I'm just going to start Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson in the Browns. Okay. That's but, that's where but I, that's where. wouldn't all three of them be an upgrade? <laughs> Two of those, I will say for sure. Yeah, no, I'm not. We're not <laughs> even getting into that. That is Tyler Huntley is he played as he he yeah he played he's a, a system yesterday. he's a yeah. system quarterback. He would yeah. not work in the Brown system. Yeah, he's a not system not. quarterback. He is literally like he's a poor man's Lamar Jackson, which is exactly what you want as Lamar Jackson's backup. Oh yeah. That's that's another reason why Baltimore is really good. That that was just a smart move, just putting the same type of guy in the, as their backup, um, so they didn't have to change their offense. How many teams would have had like some stiff white guy? No offense, <laughs> some stiff white guy that couldn't move in the backfield, and then they would have to change the whole offense. So smart move by them. Sorry, all those stiff white guys out there. I'm part I of. I'm part I, of the I, stiff white I, guys. I, I, I took offense. <laughs> all right, so yeah, the ASC North. Somehow the Browns, very slim now, because they could have been eight and six. Right, they could have been eight and six. Yeah. So they yeah. could have been eight and six with the win tonight, and in first tied place. for first place with <laughs> the Bengals and the Ravens, with the Steelers at seven six and one a half game back. Now they're a game back. And then last place in the SC North. Yes, they can still win the division. I still, there's still a little bit of hope. The percentages are probably not that good. It's probably less than twenty percent. It changes next week, though. If if they somehow get W in, in Green Bay, it changes the whole complexion because we we needed three and one it was pretty much like the best case scenario of getting a W, and uh, that's still a possibility. Want, it, to, want me to bring out the worst case scenario? Is it a big well? What lose out? <laughs> no. As a as a fan, no. so the Browns are seven and seven, a uh-huh. game back, but they play the Packers, Packers on Saturday, Steelers Monday night after New Year's, and then home against the Bengals. If they win all three, and they get some help from I don't know, I know someone tweeted out the uh, the remaining schedules of the division teams. But they need they not only have to go three and L. I think, I think two and one they could still possibly make it, but that's even tougher road. They need help. Even either way, they need help. They need some help. Yeah. My worst case scenario, besides going zero and three, is Pittsburgh making is beating is beating <laughs> the Packers next week. Getting our hopes up, and Big Ben in his final home game. On national TV, does what he's done all his career, which is dominate the Browns, and that's where the Browns' playoff hopes are down the drain. Best case scenario: Browns beat the Packers. They go into Pittsburgh with Monday Night Football on national TV, ruin Ben's. See, uh, we call it Senior Night, but instead of like high school, it's Senior <laughs> Citizen Night. That's <laughs> that's to be it. Senior Citizen Night in Heinz Field. If the Browns win next week, that's what I'm calling it, by the way. Senior Citizen Night in Heinz Field. And it's like where like Big Ben walks out with his parents 
to midfield. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Senior citizen night. Oh man, that is a great one for me. I can't wait to use that. Pittsburgh Browns. If, if you're listening, by the way, Pittsburgh, I think you should assign him next year. I think you still. I think you still got something in there. Hey, he's actually been playing. He's had some dumb plays. I know. On yesterday, he had a really dumb play where like he threw it like this and like didn't even get to the guy. But he hasn't been bad. He's been okay. He's been average. Yeah. Bring him back, guys. Do it. You know that's not going to happen. Although, let's be honest, though. Who else do they have? Mason Rudolph? Dwayne Haskins, but we all know where that's going, too. As an Ohio State fan, I wish him very well. But (laughs) when your potential best, second-best quarterback is getting his – Helmet taken off by Miles Garrett is probably not a good sign. But, yeah, all right, back to the Browns. There's still hope. Yeah. I know. We're Cleveland fans. We never have hope. (laughs) Big week next week. Yeah. Next week. I think if they lose next week, they're basically done. Yes, there's still some chance, but they're basically done. You just – everything – I think every single game would have to go perfectly for them for it to happen. So, yeah, they got to – Pretty much got to win out here, which now, all right, let's talk about next week. Do you want really bad weather in Lambeau or do you want good weather? I'm leaning toward bad weather because playing with a broken toe, we already know Aaron Rodgers doesn't practice anymore. He literally only plays on game days because his toe's that bad. In frigid, cold, snowy weather, I feel like that toe, although then they can make it go numb, though, which is what you want. I, I, really I don't know, don't I don't know it, what you want. I really don't think it matters because he's just so good. He can throw in any condition. Um, I'm just thinking guess, about his toe. This right. is a toe experiment. <laughs> this is, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I would think, yeah, I would think cold would not be helpful. But who knows? But then it could um, numb it, though, which you'd want it to be numb. That's the thing. I don't know. True. We need, like, a happy medium. And your whole foot is numb, so that doesn't help. I can only, like your big toe. You don't think about your how important your big toes are. Oh, I know. But that's like your entire balance. Imagine having yeah. a broken big toe that like Ugh. just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. That has to hurt so bad. Gotta hurt so bad. Yeah. And it's so and it is so broken where it doesn't just need time to heal. It literally needs surgery. But if he gets surgery, he has to sit out. So he's not getting surgery till after the season. Wow. I can only imagine how bad that hurts during the game. Yeah. His pain tolerance. Yeah. By the way, we're now at fifteen percent making the playoffs. <laughs> so, so you're telling me there's a chance? <laughs> Let's see if Green is if it really fifteen? Only fifteen? Oh, if we win in Green Bay, it goes up to thirty-five. All right, do the next one. Do it. Pittsburgh. If we win at Pittsburgh, fifty. Sixty percent. Oh. All right, now now go the other way. Go lose at Green Bay. Oh God! It's got to be like five percent. Eight percent? No, wait, nine uh, percent according to five thirty-eight. It so, only goes down six percent with the loss. Yeah. Huh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So next week, I mean Christmas Day. Man, Christmas Day. Oh, the Browns somehow find a way to win. All you kids out there, 
hope for no no presents, but a Browns win. That's your present. Just yeah, when you, when you talk to Santa, talk to Santa. Just hope ask for, for a Browns, Browns W. Do it, it for us. Do it for <laughs> us, older folks that just need it. <laughs> we just need it. Damn it. <laughs> Give us hope. <laughs> hope. I really don't want to start talking off season. So please, I beg of you. <laughs> if the Browns win, especially because I'm I'm actually celebrating Christmas with my with my mom's side of the family. We're celebrating on New Year's weekend, so I'm just hanging out at home next Saturday. If the Browns win, maybe I'll hop on the podcast and just be like, and maybe I will too. Who knows? It'll just be like a dance. I don't know how to dance, but it'll just be like a dance party. You could see my whole family. You could have the whole Gilbert and Mark Ward family. I want Joe Gilbert Sr. on, especially with the jokes. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Thanks, Chris Balls. My favorite, though, is that he used this emoji. Because I use that emoji all the time. <laughs> That's literally my favorite part of that. Uh, yes, it is. For those of you listening later on, we if you're listening to us live, you can comment. And I we see all the comments. And I can future some. And yeah, I saw, oh, that one was so good. <laughs> All right, so we talked I, Browns Raiders 16-14 The Browns had it won All they needed was one first down And then the Raiders What, was it like four minutes left When we gave the Raiders the ball back? I don't even know Yeah. Well, it, no, no, maybe under after the field goal, so, No, it was two minutes and the Oh, final yeah. Drive. yeah The final, final drive, drive was literally two minutes left Final drive was, on, uh, I think it was a minute 50 Yeah, and the Raiders drove like 50 yards and then kicked a 48 yard field goal and not only they made it but the browns called a timeout and that's another thing the browns had three timeouts as uh do you yes we can monday morning quarterback it again do you use all three timeouts to ice him do you make him kick four times i i don't i i forget if there's a rule now that you can't do that i i don't i can't remember i've i've i swear there's something that happened in the past, and they they disallowed. It was definitely multiple. something that Bill Belichick did. Let's so, be honest. Well, yeah, something like that. Yeah, I, I swear, I don't think you can do it. I didn't think still, so. I think, I, I think it would have been worse if we called four to three timeouts and he made all four. What if, <laughs> or what if he missed like two and three and then made one and four? That would have been. If you want to like true misery, that would have been just true misery right there. Luckily, you made the first one, so it didn't like. Oh shit! Why yeah. did we? Do, why did yeah. we do that? And then the second one was right down the middle. Right down the middle. He he got that win very perfectly on that one. Yeah, he did. <laughs> like, yes, oh, he did. So I, guess I have to move it over a little bit here. <laughs> yeah, I, I so wanted it because like usually it's like oh that's so Browns. It would have been so awesome if he made the first one. The Browns iced him, and then it literally the ice worked, and he missed the second one. Oh, that would have been so perfect. That would be great. But it's Cleveland. You can never have anything nice. Right? <laughs> Is that the same? Yeah. But hey, we'll have a Christmas victory. Against the future. Wow, the Aaron Rodgers helping out his future team. That's crazy. Yeah, we're going to win. And he's going to just Chess, look, at, look at this team and like, wow, I need to go to this team next, this offseason. You, like, <laughs> you heard it here first. Just like LeBron wants to be on the Cavs, too. Oh, yeah, definitely. We can talk he, about that at some late, later on point. Yeah, he definitely. No, that is horrible. I mean, who wouldn't leave LA? 
who wouldn't we who wouldn't want to be on the Cavs right now if we're being honest? True. We need a do you know what? We need a podcast about the Cavs one of these times. Probably Andre Drummond would want to be on the Cavs. Do you know who else wouldn't? You named Andre Drummond. I'll name I'll give you Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma. Yeah. He he talks on this way. He talks shit about Cleveland all the time. Like, dude, (laughs) what the heck? What was uh oh Joe Kim Noah? He probably (laughs) wouldn't want (laughs) it. True. He talks shit about Cleveland too. Yeah. All right, but back to the Browns before we get in trouble. Anything else? Any final thoughts besides the fact that yeah, uh, tonight they, was it was fun. I know you yeah, said it. The I second know. half was fun. I yeah. I legitimately had fun yeah. for the first time in weeks watching the Browns game. Yeah. But then the Browns Browns did. <laughs> they sort of did. Yes, I just used <laughs> the Browns as a noun, as a proper noun, and as a verb back to back. Yep. The Browns nice. Browns did. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's it sucks. It's now they got to be perfect the rest of the year, and this is a very tough schedule to be perfect against. Uh, finish up. This was the game that they needed to take, and uh, it just sucked that um, almost everything went against them <laughs> in terms of COVID and injuries and all that. So yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, it, what stinks too? The I know you brought up COVID and injuries. They were without 13 starters tonight when Zach McKinley went down. 13 of 22. Think about that. 13 of 22 starters. Yep. I think they win that game tonight if they have a full team. But then, obviously, it, then you have to say the Raiders would have a full team. So they would have had Darren Waller. Darren Waller and a couple other guys. And you know the Browns but, defense versus tight ends. Really good, right? Would have been a nightmare. <laughs> What about a nightmare? <laughs> but uh, it just stinks that, like, I mean, you say it is what it is. Like I've yeah. said multiple times, it is what it is. Yeah. In the NFL, no one cares about your excuses. It's a 17-game regular season. You go out there and try to win all 17 games, no matter if it is your second trainers, third trainers, practice squatters. And tonight mm-hmm. it was second trainers and practice squatters a lot on the field. Yeah. A lot. Yep. Mm-hmm. So the Browns lost 16-14 the Raiders to drop 7-7. Seven and seven. They went from potentially tied first place in the SU North to last sole possession of last place in the SU North. That's incredible, man. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's just like... It's, it was it's, literally one field goal. One field goal. This is like slightly better than, remember last year's NFC East, that, that battle, that shit show battle. <laughs> where- Wasn't one of the years in the AFC East? Is that with the Cowboys and Eagles? Is that the AFC East? Yeah, yeah. When didn't didn't the division winner finish under five hundred? Yeah, it was last year, I think. That was last year. Yeah, I thought it was, it was it was Washington numerous years ago. I think Washington won. I don't know, but at like at like seven and nine. Yeah. <laughs> if only that division was this year, <laughs> we would be in first place. True. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, seven and seven. They still have a chance. Dumb and Dumber, Lloyd Christmas would be proud because they still have a chance. Yep. If you don't get that reference, please go watch Dumb and Dumber, by the way. One of the greatest movies of all time. Don't hate on it, please. Um, I could literally quote so much from that movie. There was one summer back in like 2012 where I literally watched that movie like five times a week, me and my buddies. <laughs> <laughs> but back to the bounce. So seven and seven, they still have a chance. 
Green Bay, Christmas Day, Saturday afternoon at 4.30 p.m. Eastern time. Probably a must win if they want to make the playoffs. It's going to be tough. Hopefully they get some guys back. Denzel Ward, I am I know you said this, Denzel Ward versus Devontae Adams. I'm very, very, very much looking forward to that, that matchup, especially with how Denzel's been playing lately. Although he gave up that touchdown tonight, but I think he was just oversized. It is what it is. But, yeah, tough one tonight. 16-14, game-winning field goal by the Raiders, even after an ice timeout. I just, like did, the, I just did the playoff machine on NFL. Oh, man. I guess, man, if the Browns win the next two games and the games kind of fall out over, like, the Bengals beating the Ravens next week and then both teams losing, Browns are in first. Uh, if you look at their schedule, they, they actually, like, the the um, Bengals play in week 16. They play the Ravens, so that's a tough matchup. I don't Someone know plays the Chiefs, right? Yeah, they, they, yeah. Steelers? The Bengals, oh, no. Steelers play the Chiefs on Sunday night or Monday night next week. The Bengals, the Bengals play the Chiefs in week 17. And then the Ravens play in that same week. They play the Rams. So it's, it's not, it's, it's there. Really it's still, not out, it's, it's not, not out, out of the realm. But man, tonight, a win tonight, I would have been feeling really good. Yeah. And then the, especially last with the remaining week, schedules. Yeah, the last week is oh, the last week is then matchups between the two teams. So, Browns, Bengals, and then Ravens, Steelers. So, we may we may be in a position where we're Steelers fans in week and we don't ever say that. I know, I do have a Steelers fan in the family, so I might have to. We don't we don't talk about that person. <laughs> shout out, <laughs> shout out to Tyler. Tyler, Tyler, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed, Tyler. <laughs> yeah. All right, back to it though. 16-14, the Browns lost. Gut wrenching loss. I think gut wrenching would be a good way to explain yeah. it. I know I use that in the title of this. Yeah. I mean, the second half was fun. They looked good yeah. at both sides of the ball. It's just that yeah. the defense, I think, got worn out, and there's not yeah. much they could do in the yeah. on that final draft. Make your freaking kicks. Yeah, Chase McLaughlin. What the heck, dude? <laughs> Just when we thought we didn't have a kicker problem, here we are again. The Browns <laughs> Browns us. <laughs> For everyone that joined us live and commented, thank you. We appreciate it. We, like I said, we are always live on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube within two hours after the game. If it's a home game, Joe usually goes to it, so it's like hour or two. If it's a an away game within an hour, join us. Watch us live. See our ugly, ugly mugs on the camera. That's we have faces for a radio for a reason, and or podcasts awesome for a reason. Yeah, and Miles get shout out. That's GB Art, right? Yeah, shout out to GB Art. I have so much GB Art stuff. I'm right not now. wearing GB Art right now. There, you can um, usually see me in a GB Art shirt. Same, same. <laughs> I, I think I'm sponsored by GB Art. To be honest. <laughs> hey, GB Art. We. We need a sponsor if you want one. True, true, true. We do need a sponsor now that you say that. Maybe that's one thing we'll we want to work on. We will year. work for t-shirts. Don't you worry. We are waiting for next year for a sponsorship. How about that? There you go. Boom. And we we don't even have to work for money. We can just do it for t-shirts. We're good. That's true. That is or very true. Store we credit. Like, we'll take it. True. And we can we can like flaunt them on here with like <laughs> our 50k with our 50k viewers. 
notice yeah. I said K. I included that K in there. Okay. That's important. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you join us live, thank you. We appreciate it always. If you're listening to us on Apple, Spotify, I mean, there's so many podcast networks that people listen to now. <laughs> Wherever you listen to your podcast, we're also on all of those. We appreciate all the downloads, all the views, everything. Seriously. We'll be back with you most likely Sunday afternoon. It will be within 24 hours after the game. We promise. Mm-hmm. Win or lose. When it could be within hours after the game. It we'll could see. Be. Probably not. But you it could, could see be. Me, you could see a party behind me. <laughs> depending. Yeah, depending. Yeah. So, yeah, next week it most likely will not be right after the game, but it will be within 24 hours sometime on Sunday. They play Saturday at 430 in Green Bay. For those of you that celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas. Have a very safe and fun-filled Christmas. Christmas, I can't even talk. Fun-filled Christmas, hopefully, if you're spending it with your family. Stay safe, everybody. And for those Northeast Ohioans, unless you're living in the snow belt, enjoy a non-white Christmas, which I I like it a lot. I like it. I know. Me too. But seriously, if you celebrate Christmas, (laughs) if you celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas, Mm -hmm. enjoy your weekend, and we will be back with you. I'll say hopefully on Saturday night because that means very good news, but most likely Sunday. Go Browns, always. Oh, and always go Cavs. Go Cavs. (laughs) Hit Pass Moto, sponsored by Moto America, is the show that keeps you up to speed on the latest in motorcycling and brings the biggest names in motorcycle racing right to you. From candid interviews with the top names in racing, to providing insights into the trends and trendsetters driving the motorcycle industry, we have you covered. New episodes are available every Thursday at pitpassmoto.com and on your favorite podcast app. Ride on!